Welcome everybody to the part nine, part nine of the series of the Great Real Estate Reset of 2021. In this session, what I want to cover off with you is a little bit more on the mindset. I want to finish that off. I want you to really, really um, get it, just how important what your your thoughts, your emotions, your, your, your neurotransmissions, your neuropeptides, your RAS system, I'm going to get into all sorts of crazy stuff here. And also then I want to talk about that, that change, like how do you make that change? Because if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to get the same kind of results. And if you want to be somewhere that you aren't right now, if, you, you know, if your desire is to be in a different financial position, in a different house, different car, different scenario, taking different holidays, then you, there's a gap and you need to bridge that gap. And that gap is knowledge because if you knew everything that you needed to know um, right now to be in the position that you need to be in, well, guess what? You'd already be there. You know, we would, you would have, we would have done this the last time we had an upsurge, or the time before, or the time before. What happened then? There's clearly a gap. There's a clearly a gap of knowledge, um, and implementation of that knowledge. So I want to help you with that, and that's what this session is actually about. So I'll see you on the other side. I don't care where you're starting from. There is always a way out. There is always a starting point, regardless of how much you do or don't have to start with. Obviously, the more you have, the easier and quicker it's going to be. But I don't care if you're starting with nothing. There's always a starting point for you to be able to move forward and build over a few years. Einstein said, if you want something you've never had, you've got to do something you've never done. So what are your dreams? Because the distance between your dreams and reality is called action, 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 action. That's what it is. We all make time for the things that we find important in our lives. We can make excuses because we're time poor, but I replace my income on two and a half hours a week. That is my minimum requirement. If you're not prepared to put in two and a half hours a week out of your 30 you've got available, you're delusional. You're not serious. You don't want it. You're lying to yourself. Now, I know there's going to be fear. There's going to be fear. There's going to be overwhelm. There's going to be caution. There's going to be skepticism. There's going to be all of those things. But you know what? It's actually action that overcomes those things. Knowledge and action is the antidote for fear. I love this quote by Elon Musk. And he talks about fear and, and how fear is, is irrational. Fear is nothing. Fear is something that you've made up in your head. You know, fear is fear is 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 a stupid emotion. Now, Elon Musk is brilliant. He's also autistic. You know, he's he's arguably you know the the the, the biggest creator of this century. Um, just listen to what he says. He says, "When I was a little kid, I was really scared of the dark, but when I came to understand dark." just means the absence of photons in the visible wavelength of 400 to 700 nanometers, then I thought, well, it's really silly to be afraid of a lack of photons. Then I wasn't scared of the dark anymore. <laughs> Isn't that gorgeous? You know, and when you think about it, the more you know about anything, it overcomes fear. The more you know about skydiving 
the less fearful you'll become because you know you do this, you do that, you do whatever, you check this, you check that, etc. You know, me who's never done it goes, woo, scary, scary. But the more you know about anything, the less fearful it becomes. So I understand if you are fearful. I was fearful too. Just think about it. I'm an accountant. I'm single mum. You know, I'm, I've come up with this dream of replacing my income. Nobody else around me has ever done it. I want to do something stupid, like buy a positive cash flow property when all of my training says all I should be doing is buying negative. Why do you want to go and pay tax? What do you want to do that for? I went against all of my mates, accountants, lawyers, all my peers are going, what are you going to do that for? You're going to have to pay tax. Yeah. Isn't that the point? Yeah, it was scary. But the more I did it in analysis and research, I said, this can't be wrong. I actually went to my, my, my lawyer and said, show me where I'm wrong. You know, everything in my training says I shouldn't do this. Show me where I'm wrong. And he said, well, you're going to have to pay tax. I said, so? I've still got 70 cents in every dollar. He said, yeah, I guess. In 18 months, I'd totally replaced my accountancy income. It's knowledge. And when you look at this chart here, it shows you here activity, energy, action. You can replace any of those words here, right? And performance. And your peak performance is when you are in flow, when you've got when you've got your, your energy, you've got your, your knowledge in place. The early part is excitement, but this is where you're actually in flow, where you get your peak performance. In fear, the more fearful you are, the less performance you're going to get, the less result you're going to get. It holds you back. It's all about control. Control over your money. Control over your health control over your emotional state, control over your results, and ultimately, control over your life. Thinking will not overcome fear, but action will. And the thing is, you see the world not as it is, but as you are. So what you see out there is a reflection of yourself. So if you go, there's no positive cash flow properties out there. I can't buy positive cash flow property in, in, in a growth area. That's a reflection of your own limitation because everybody else can see them. Other people are buying them. Other people have got them. If you go, um, you know, oh, they, you know I, can't, I can't replace my income in three to five years. Well, you're right because that's a reflection of who you see yourself as, of what you deserve how you have your own confidence level. It's as you are, not as it is, because other people are doing it. Other people have replaced their income. Other people have been able to, to do all of those things. I can't quit my job in, a, in two years' time. Well, other people have. It's the limitation that you are putting on yourself. So you're seeing the world as you are, not as it is. And the more you know, the more you learn, the broader that perspective comes because you've grown yourself. And consequently, your world has grown, your opportunities have grown, your, your, your possibilities have grown, your future's grown because you grew. But it all starts with you. And to grow you, that comes down to knowledge. It's your perception of the world. If we look at the definition of perception, the ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through the senses the way in which something is regarded, understood, or interpreted. 
So I put this up. What do you see? Do you see a six or a nine? Some people see a six. Some people see a nine. What's this? Is it a four or is it is it three? Some people see three. Some people see four. When I put this next photograph up, I want you to tell me what you see. Put it up in the chat room. You ready? What do you see here? What do you see when you look at that picture? First thing, don't analyze it. Just stick it on the chat room. What do you see? Give it to me. A face, a man, a four, a trumpet, a girl, a saxophone, a lady, a face. Well, it's both. You can see there the face. There's the eye there, a bit Marilyn Monroe-ish. Or here's a little guy playing a, playing a saxophone. There's his nose. There's his mouth. Give it to me in the chat room. What do you see here? What's that? What is it? Give it to me in the chat room. Quick, quick, quick. What is it? A bird, a duck, a duck, a bird, a duck, a bird, a duck, a rabbit. I've got one rabbit, a quack, a rabbit, a duck, a bird, a duck, a rabbit. It's both. There's the duck. There's its beak. There's its eye. But there's the rabbit. There's the ears. There's the eye. There's the mouth. Both. It's all about perception. It doesn't mean that that's a duck or a rabbit. It's your perception of what you see. And when you look in the mirror, what do you see? Do you see this whimpering, cowering little drowned rat? Or do you see the lion? What do you see? And what do you deserve? <clears throat> what do you deserve? Do you deserve to be wealthy? Do you deserve to have your income replaced? Do you deserve to never have to work again in a day in your life? Do you deserve to, to have enough money to go and build a hospital in Cambodia? Do you deserve that? Because you'll only do what you see yourself deserving. It's all about you. Who do you see yourself as? You will see the world not as it is, but as you are. And that, my friends, is all about education. The more you grow you, the better that becomes out there. The difference between who you are and who you want to be is what you do. So if we're going to be turning these red lights and amber lights into green lights, we actually have to do something different. We have to know more. I want to actually talk about internal data and external data. Now, I want to take you to two countries. One of them is China and one of them is Japan. Both countries in history, I'm talking way back history, both countries at different points in time in history closed their borders. You could take North Korea right now. It's closed its borders. It's isolated itself. It's cut itself off from the rest of the world. It doesn't interact. There's no internet. There's no feeding of information, any of those things. The same thing happened to Japan. They closed themselves off and said, we don't need the rest of the world. We are insular in ourselves. We don't need any, anybody else. China did the same thing. Different, different times, but they all did the same thing. What happened every single time? Every single time that you isolate yourself and you go, I'm closed off, I'm an island, I'm okay, I don't need anything else, I don't need more information, I don't need interaction, I don't need connection, I don't need anything from anybody. Those countries went backwards. Because while China was blocking itself off, what happened in England? What happened in Europe? You know, we had the Industrial Revolution. What happened in America and the gold rush and the, you know, and the, the um, you know, the, the technology and the trains and the steam trains and, 
you know, what happened through those spaces of time? What's happening now with computers and internet and, and you know, um, being able to, to work on a global basis and everything that's happening now of this massive explosion in knowledge and learning and training and, and you know, everything going on in the world and, and what's going on. South Korea is going backwards. Why? Because it isolated itself. It said, I don't need anybody else. I don't need any more information. I've got it all sorted. We are designed, our very DNA is designed to be communicative, to be part of the interconnectedness of all of us. And if we don't have that, if we don't have new data coming in, external data coming in, and we've only got internal data, we will only get what our internal data has been able to give us to this point in time. That's all we've been able to do. You're never going to get a better result. You're never going to improve. You're never going to be able to do anything different to what you've already done so far because that's the only internal data that you are operating on. The only way to change that is to, to get to external data and external data coming in to improve your internal data. Now, you don't have to accept it. You know, it can be... Um, it can be information coming in and you can either accept or reject it. But good information, timely information gives you better results. That's the truth. You know, and, and this is something that I want you to take very, very seriously when you're talk, thinking about your, your 15 minutes every day and everything else. You've all promised to take action. You've promised to, to actually have a commitment to yourself. What do you deserve? What is that thing? Look, we've covered a lot. We've talked about the roaring 20s. We've gone into how to become financially free. We've talked about, you know, how to shield your, your assets and have asset protection. We've gone into negative gearing and why that's not the thing to do. We've talked about the drivers of the economy, the 10 fundamentals and the two market drivers. We've talked about what property prices are gonna be doing over the next few years. We've talked about how to replace your income in the next three to five. I've shown you people's stories. What are some of the, the bigger picture stuff that we've really learned today? One of the overarching lessons from today is that there are no limits. And the only limits are the ones that you impose on yourself. And if you want to continue to do that, I want you to consciously understand what you are doing for yourself, your future, your family, and all of those around you and all of those people that you could have helped had you taken a different door. Success doesn't happen by accident. It is engineered. It is a process. It is a business plan. It is an action on that business plan. It's not... It's not an accident, you know, it's not a win the lottery, it's a process. It's engineered. But success leaves clues. Other people have done it before. I could, I could sit here and we could go till midnight looking at stories of students and what they did and how they did and all of those things and you probably love it. But I'm not sitting here till midnight. <laughs> you follow the proven formula of the of the um, property genius blueprint, it'll happen for you. There are three fundamentals, there are nine accelerators, and there are numerous multipliers that need to go into place. 
And that's the formula you need to follow. And knowledge plus action is your power. That is your personal power. That is your financial freedom pill. That's what it comes down to. And cash flow is an investor's lifeblood in the body. It gives you life. It's essential for life. It's essential for growth. It's essential for your well-being. And you are your only limiting factor. I'd like to share with you a little bit about my why. Here are my kids. Now, that's my husband, Brian. We live on 54 acres on the Sunshine Coast. You can see my kids are big now, and I've got three, not two anymore. Um, my eldest son, he's got a swag of properties. He's positive cash flow. He, he does property full time. He's also decided on um, going to uni again. So while he's making money out of his property deals, the deal he's got in play at the moment will make him about $350,000. Um, and, uh, you know, he's got passive income of another $20-odd out of another property. So he was slow to start. He actually tried to resist the property game. I said to my kids, I don't care what you do. I don't care whether you become brain surgeons or you pick up golf balls on the, on the golf course, so long as you do property as well. Because property will make you more money than anything else that you decide to go and do. So you've got to do property on the side. Now, my eldest son, Justin, um, he resisted for a while. But he's well and truly in the game now because he's had a few results. And he can start to see how quickly he can get ahead. And he looks at his mates who are not doing property in an educated manner. And he, is, he's, he can't believe how far ahead he is on, on his mates that he went to school with, same age. My daughter, she's mini-me. She really is. She's got the same attitude as me. She's... Um, you know, she's got a swag of property. She's got a business in real estate as well. Uh, she sold half of it and made a swag of money on that. The deal that she did last year made her about, oh, about 300 odd grand in, in, um, in uh, uplift in equity. The deal she's in at the moment's got a, an in, a, a feasibility on it of about $350,000 profit on it. So she's well and truly down the track as well. She's got positive cash flow property. She's doing fine. My son, uh, my youngest son, he's only just started. He's now got his block of dirt. He's going to uh, build something on that. At the end of it, he will end up with a mortgage-free house to be able to live in. So at the grand old age of 21, he'll be by then. He'll be able to live in his property, rent out part of his property, and not have to pay a mortgage. Um, he's, uh, he's actually an apprentice builder at the moment. So that'll be, that'll be handy to the cause as well. <laughs> my husband, Brian, we work on our own deals. We do our own stuff. We live on 54 acres. It is beautiful. I'm completely surrounded by rainforest. Um, I look out one way and I can see the ocean. The rest is all just the rainforest. It is magnificent. Now, I know these kids have had a bit of a head start because I started making them go to my seminars when they were 12. A um, bit young at the time, but, you know, they, this, this is what I want for you. This is what I want for your kids, you know, to be able to... to to copy you, to be able to, to see that, um, you know, you can, you can make it happen for yourself. And that changes them. It changes their attitudes. It changes their outlook on life. It changes their expectation of what their life can be. It changes their knowledge of what they deserve in life, you know, and, and that changes the world because it's changing the next generation. I've got a poster on my wall it says, do something today that your future self will thank you for. And I've added, don't make today just another day of drift. Because you can let time drift. And if you let time drift, 
what do we say before? It always leads to crisis. Drifting through life without aim or purpose is the first cause of failure. There it is. Drift. Don't make a habit of drifting because doing nothing is drifting. You take that door that says, I'm right, Jack. I don't need to do anything. She'll be right. You're actually going backwards. You're not going forwards at all. If you take the thing, I can do it myself here. I'm right. I know enough. Just remember the insulation because those mistakes that we spoke about are going to cost. And that trial and error will cost you time and it will cost you money. This is the one that's got the proven formula. This is the achievement. This is the educated. This is the action road that leads to that goal quicker, faster, more effectively, and with more money. So you can do more. So you can do more things for other people. I often get asked questions. I thought I'd stay back and answer some questions for you guys that you may have before I give away the ultimate coaching program to somebody. And one of those questions that comes up all the time is, am I too old? So I've got some frequently asked questions here. Oh, I've got to cramp my leg. Um, frequently asked questions about what, uh, you know, am I too old for this? So I thought I'd go through them first and then I'll take some live questions. Well, Dee, we saw her on the videos. We saw her during the lunch break. And she was $40,000 negative cash flow, looking at retiring soon, couldn't afford to retire because she was negatively geared. Turned that around to $60,000 positively geared. Let me tell you another story. In this story, I want to tell you about a couple who were 56 years old. And uh, they both come out of divorce and they didn't have any money. Uh, out of their divorces. Both of them walked away from everything. The only thing they had was $300,000 combined in their superannuation fund. They were 56 years old and their goal was to be able to retire when they both turned 60 and have a good life together. Now, four years when you've got no money and you've only got 300 grand in super is a tall order, I can tell you. They did the rounds of the financial planners and everybody else, and the general result was that they were going to have to work till they were probably 80. So that wasn't on the cards. They didn't want to do that. They found I Love Real Estate. Now, as part of the process, part of the, the Property Genius Blueprint, they went through with the accountant, with the strategist, et cetera, with their coaches, and it was determined that a certain type of property within this, their superannuation fund, if they set up a self-managed super fund, could probably do it for them. They needed two grand a week to live on. So they found a particular type of property. In fact, they found about a few of them, and the first two they rejected. The third one they went ahead with. Now, this property was positively geared. It was a commercial property, positively geared. And on top of that, the contributions that they were both making normally through to superannuation, they would have been making that money anyway, they ploughed into the mortgage on this property. And in four years, the property was debt-free. It paid them $103,000 passive income. And because they were 60, they were able to, to move it across to pension phase. And in pension phase, the money earned by the super fund was income tax-free. The pension that they took from it from was income tax-free. So they got over two grand a week income tax-free to live on from age 60. Now, nobody in the normal world 
would have thought that that was possible. But it is in property if you get the right strategy. Now, through those four years, they worked at doing chunk deals so that they, they were doing properties, you know, increasing the value of the property, selling those properties, building up their reserves so that in the four-year time span, they earned enough chunk money after tax to be able to um, buy their own home outright with no mortgage. So they got a home, no mortgage, and they got over two grand a week in positive cash flow. They bought a caravan and tripped off around Australia. Now, for a lot of people, that's, that was living the dream. And that's four years. I'd like a little more time than that. But that's just four years and that's the turnaround because they walked out of divorce with nothing. You know, it can happen very, very quickly, regardless of your age. Even if you're on the younger end of the scale, these guys started with nothing. Young couple, both got jobs, but that's it. They got themselves educated. They had the value of education. Now, they put that to work with other students and uh, in the space of what have we got there? A few years, I think it was only a couple of years. They were in their 20s. Um, million dollars in profit out of the deal in 36 months. There you go. Never too young to start. If you're on a low income, doesn't matter. This is actually a story of Kelly. Kelly quit a job. She was earning a low income, $45,000. She quit the job and she went full-time into real estate. Now she did spot of fees for other people. She did deals where she was the worker, didn't have to put the money up, didn't do the financing. She split the profits in a year she made $190,000 in equity out of her deals that she did, equity and cash. Um, and that's in 12 months. Previously, in that 12 months, she was earning $45,000 in a full-time job. Pretty good, huh? Sanders arrived in Australia with a suitcase and $10. His family, he had to leave back where he came from because he couldn't afford to bring them across. They'd saved and, and scrimped and put all their money aside so that he could come to Australia and get work. And he got work and he worked two or three jobs and whatever till he could afford to bring his family out here. But then he got educated, really educated in property. And, um, you know, in the space of six years, bought 14 properties, $1 million in wealth and a positive cash flow in his portfolio. And he's got all his family out here living a very different life to the one that he left behind. Talked about Natasha. You don't even have to be in the country to make it happen. Gloria. You know, she did it as a single mum, but, you know, I've got lots of single mums as, as students that, that have been, you know, that they've done the same thing or even better. Their kids' lives are different because they made that choice. <laughs> this young couple, oh my God, no money, lots of energy, got out there. These guys are making forty dollars to $80,000 every six to eight weeks. Great, great couple, that pair of pair. Then you've got Sherelle, you know, you saw him. I went through his story before. Very, very bad background, couldn't get finance, couldn't get a loan, but he learned how to. You know, um, Manny and, and Sarah, again, following the system, made it work. You can make it work regardless of your circumstances. As you can see, changing your life is so much more than reading a book or watching this thing or that thing or whatever. They're triggers. They're actually triggers, but you need that ongoing consistent support, the ongoing consistent training and education and content. You need that ongoing coaching. You need that ongoing motivation with the seeing other people do it in a like-minded community, you know, and all the connections to all the right people who actually speak the same language as you do, know where you want to go and are going to help you in that journey. And that's what 
I Love Real Estate is about, and that's why I Love Real Estate has been so successful over over the last 15 odd years, whatever it is. You know, um, and literally in that time, there have been thousands of people that have changed their lives, that have created passive income, that have built sizable portfolios, and there's no reason why that can't be you. So hang tight for the, the next um, exciting episode. I've got, uh, I've got uh, the session number 10 coming up very soon. So um, I'll see you on that one. Bye now.